We have coffee and I have a cinnamon bun. Yep. yep. Good morning. Country Fried Horror. Yep. Welcome to Country Fried Horror. I'm Dakota. Roby. And this is a wake up podcast about the movie X. X. Yeah. It, it, today is X Day. Pearl comes out tonight as of recording this. So we're probably going to see it. That's the goal. We're going to see it this weekend at least. But uh, but yeah, but we're going to talk. We're, uh, we, we watched X last night. Mm-hmm. It was my second time seeing it. It was your first time. My first because I was very intrigued by the Pearl trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In which case I learned that X was the first movie. Mm-hmm. So I needed to watch that. Um, <clears throat> and so I did. Yeah. Um, sorry. He cinnamon bun. Rudely chewing on a cinnamon bun. <laughs> um, yeah, but X is a slasher film to an extent. It is a kind of a... The IMDb has it listed as a horror mystery thriller. I don't really know what mystery is the right word, but eh, horror thriller I think I think works. Mm-hmm. Again, this is going to be an interesting podcast because we're pretty, pretty different on this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fun. That's good. That makes for a good, but good conversation. Yes. Uh, but it was uh, written and directed by Ty West, who is no stranger to horror. He is one of like the not founders. Well, it could be founder, but he's one of like the main voices for what they call like mumble gore uh, over the years. Like, there's just like this collection of horror directors who mainly work in indie. Uh, like he directed. Let's see what he had. He did here. Um, the House of the Devil. Um, the Roost, the Innkeepers. He was a part of the first VHS. So, like he, uh, he actually he also had a role in a really good mumble gore movie called Your Next, directed by uh, Adam Wingard, uh, who also directed, uh, weirdly enough, Godzilla vs Kong, which is pretty good. But uh, yeah, there's just this group. They call it mumble gore because it's like, um, again, it's like indie. It's like what's her name? Um. Greta Gerwig is kind of in that same... I mean, she's not in the Greta gore part of it, but just in that, like... Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever heard of that term before? No, mm-hmm. I have not. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's cool. It's just it's almost its own subgenre mm-hmm. uh, of, uh, of horror. So, But X was his, like, biggest movie he's really done outside of... Like, if you're not into horror, you probably haven't heard of Ty West until X. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, yeah, so it was it was written and directed by him. Uh, it was a COVID uh, passion project. Or, you know, I'm wrong about that. Apparently, he was working on it before COVID. I assumed, with it being this trilogy, it's... Well, I guess we'll, we can get to that. This this is the first movie in a trilogy that he's making. Uh, which nobody knew it was going to be a trilogy until the end of X. Um, but he, I assumed, with a passion project like that... That he was working on it during COVID. You have nothing better to do when you you know you're locked away. Mm-hmm. Let's write a movie trilogy. But apparently, it filmed in 2020. He filmed X and Pearl during before New Zealand even was getting uh, like crazy over in COVID. Hmm. So I'm like, so this that's insane. You know, that's that's surprising to me. Um, but yeah, so that it, yeah. That's, so there's the history on X. Yeah, just a l- little bit of the history with the producer and the director and whatnot. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I guess let's dive into this. Uh, you want to hop right in there? Yeah. Ah, cool. Okay. 
X. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Take it away, Ernie. Uh, X is, let's see, it's, first of all, it's a, in 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural, rural Texas. Mm-hmm. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. That's a lot of, um, that's a, actually a pretty spoiler-ish uh, um, synopsis mm-hmm. on Netflix for the first, or on, uh, on IMDb. But uh, one, before we get into the plot, like this says, this movie is about these characters filming porn, pretty much. Which is, in itself, an interesting concept because, uh, believe it or not, there are a lot of people who don't watch <laughs> adult films and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, so it's... Believe it, it or not. Yeah, believe it or not. So it's interesting that, uh, it, right off the bat, it's kind of one of those movies that pe- a lot of people are going to like and see... But there are going to be a huge population that don't see it just for that reason. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And if you're not comfortable with, you know, with that, that kind of stuff, then this is definitely one that uh, is interesting. It's definitely, it's interesting right off the bat. It's, what's the word? It, it pushes the envelope before the movie even begins, you know, just based on the premise alone. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, um... When I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it is. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, with a title like X. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, and it is. I mean, again, we've been we've mentioned this on a podcast. We've been binge watching Shameless. Yeah, at this point, I was like <laughs> desensitized. I don't know if I'm going to see anything I haven't seen in Shameless. Um, you weren't wrong. And yeah, it's definitely it's not as bad as Shameless. No, definitely not. And and so it's just it's one of those things. There are uh, there are obviously a lot of sex. We'll get into to the synopsis, but. It's not really what you'd expect from a movie called X, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, so we can get we can chop into it. It opens on a uh, a really cool shot, actually, of like um, the uh, the house on on the farmhouse. But we're seeing it through like a, uh, a door, so it kind of looks like it's an old movie, like frame wise. Um, and you see the house through it, so it looks like. Uh, what is that? Whatever. I don't know what that is, but it looks like an old movie, like in a square. I will, I, just to go ahead and cut you off real fast, this kind of shot is exactly what I was seeing in the trailer for Pearl mm-hmm. that got me so interested in Pearl because mm-hmm. it made it look like it was going to be an old-timey film. Mm-hmm. Like when we were sitting in the theater, I thought, because our, our theater has these like days of the week where they'll play old movies. Right. I thought we were getting a trailer for one of these old movies. And then when it turned out that it was a slasher film... I was like so intrigued. I was like, "Oh, this is new! Mm-hmm. I thought it was an old movie." So, I don't know. Call me dumb, but I thought I thought it just looked really cool. So and you're talking about Pearl. Pearl, yeah. yeah right. So that's why. But this this is that kind of shot where, which I, I'm expecting Pearl to have a lot more of that. Yeah, which right? I'm I'm hoping for because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the '70s anyway. Right. I was gonna say that. Uh, the '70s to me. Like, in movies and just, like... In general. In general <laughs> seems so, like, gritty and, mm-hmm. like, drug-riddled. And right. not to shit on everybody who's from the 70s. <laughs> you know, sorry, guys. But uh, your time period sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, full of, like, well, like, I don't know, serial killers. Well, yeah, it's fresh off of Manson. Serial killers were running rampant. It was, like... It was definitely a weird time. And, and again, I'm sure it, when in real life in the 70s was... Not much different than the way it is now, mm-hmm. but ba- the way movies portrays it, I'm just like, I wouldn't want to live in the 70s. No. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say that they're bell-bottom pants. <laughs> I was gonna say that again, like I mentioned up top, we are both uh, 
uh, we're on different pages with this movie. I like it more than than, than she likes it. You better wait until the end to say that. But you just brought up a point. You don't like <clears throat> movies. You know. You know. You don't like the '70s vibe as much. Yeah, uh, I'm and, not a big fan of of '70s vibe. Sorry, guys. I've got froggy throat this morning. <laughs> like I can't quite make my voice sound right. So okay. I think I've, I've inhaled a lot of dust lately, and I'm also pretty allergic to dust. So yeah, right. <laughs> having a hard time breathing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sound. It, it's gonna sound nice. It's gonna sound. You know. Uh, this is the ASMR. Um, X podcast. This is the good morning special. <laughs> it's kind of nice, actually. Uh, so I, yeah, so I feel like with 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 that right off the bat, I think that um, that's you don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You don't really like uh, Thousand Corpses. You know, you're just not a big '70s aesthetic kind yes, of you know fan. That is all very true. A very, you're not a gritty you know kind of person, which is fine. Yeah, it's weird because I can definitely do gore, mm-hmm. but I'm just not. Um, I don't know. There's a specific. Uh, Almost like, I, the only way I know how to describe it, and this is a really stupid description, is like, everything is brown. Mm-hmm. Does that make that, sense? Yeah, no. Like, not, everything exactly. is like this weird wash of brown, mm-hmm. and I hate that. But when I, and when I think about the 70s, that's what I think about, is, is brown. Like, mm-hmm. that is, even the, I mean, we see like it. brown and olive green. If you think about when we get shots of the porn, it is a yellowish brown. Yeah. That's how the camera It makes looks. me think of like... People who haven't brushed their teeth in a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, like and I think you got a lot corn mouth. I think a lot of that again is like I know Manson was more of the '60s, but a lot of that was going into the you know early '70s, <clears throat> and this movie's '79, so it's closer to the '80s, mm-hmm. which it, it feels more early '70s to me. Um, this was the same year that Halloween would have come out. No, it's, I think Hall- I always did. Halloween came out in '78. Never mind. But um, but yeah, so it's interesting. That you're not wrong. This feels like more of an early 70s vibe than an almost 80s, 70s. So why do I love Halloween? Yeah, I don't know. Like one of my favorite horror movies. <laughs> I think... Well, it's, it's it's again, it's the aesthetic they're going for. Halloween's Halloween not going doesn't for... have that brown vibe at all. It's not, it's, it's, it's not that kind of movie. It's not going for the gritty. It's it. Halloween's in this, like, suburbia, you know, where these mm. movies are... It's te- You don't like Texas 70s. They're in the, uh, they're in the tumbleweed, mm-hmm. you know... <laughs> Like don't or be like caught here deserts, at night. Yeah. or you know anything like I don't know, I don't know, guys. Yeah, that's let's, even that's fair. even '70s films that are like um, about space right. and stuff like that. Like um, like is Apollo 13 was that back in the '70s or am I like way, way off? Way off. <laughs> Apollo 13, I think that one's a uh, oops, that one is the horror movie. I think Apollo. 13. No. Oh yeah, you're right. No, Tom Hanks. Oh, like based in the '70s. You're saying? Yeah. No, I think I was '60s. We're going to sound horrible on this podcast. Well, I'm not a history history buff at all, guys. (laughs) I mean, in school, these things would go into one ear and write out the other as soon as the test was over. It's 1970. Good job. Turns out your girl is smarter than she thought she was. was, You're on the money. Yeah. Like, that kind of vibe to me, not a bad movie at all, but, like, the the whole aesthetic of it, I I just can't stand it. Don't know why. I wasn't made for the 70s. I was yeah. made for now. Yeah, which is exactly what you were born today, mm-hmm. so you're not supposed to be from the 70s. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave the 70s to my mom. <laughs> but like you were saying, though, that, that opening shot, and this movie, again, we'll, we'll get into it as we talk about it, but um, I think there's going to be a lot in this movie that's going to be necessary to see Pearl. I have a feeling Pearl's going to do a lot of callbacks to X, mm-hmm. and I think that X sets those up 
very well because I, I have a feeling that shot because in the 70s they, they weren't really dealing with that aspect ratio um, so it is so I was I'm thinking I'm sure that that was kind of almost a teaser to Pearl you know mm-hmm. like this because I know that Pearl is also not going to be shot like that but you know it's based in 1918 so that was kind of more of the yeah what was what was popular or whatever yeah. I'm um, really excited for that far of a time jump mm-hmm, yeah me too well and then also all of the films on the camera that RJ uses are also in that aspect ratio. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's just it's a cool shot because you think that it's the editing, but it's just the doors. And then the camera zooms up into a police car coming, and we get it goes into the full screen, and we see the house and the farm. And uh, a cop gets out of the car, and there's just like bodies or one body, and he goes and like uh, lifts up the sheet and looks at the bloody corpse, and we don't see who it is or you know who it could be. Um, and we just get kind of a setup of him walking through the house, and uh, it's clearly been a, it was a bloodbath here. A massacre. Yes, and like the TV's on, and it's playing like this, um, this pastor or something who's just kind of giving a religious spiel about sex fiends and, mm-hmm. uh, and all that, and this is a, a motif of the movie. We get this throughout the movie, this pastor, uh, you know, yelling at the the sex fiends of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, one of the other cops runs up and says, you know, uh, you're going to want to see this. So they go down into the basement and then, you know, the cop's like, what do you think happened here? And the sheriff is like, you know, I don't, I don't effing know or something like that. How the hell am I supposed yeah, to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like horrific. Whatever they're seeing is uh, ho- ho- horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, the cop Main cop was played by James Galen, who uh, was in. It looks like he was in Bridge to Terabithia. He was apparently in Avatar, The Meg. So he's one of those people that just pops up. That we've probably seen all of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he just kind of has that familiar that familiar face. Um, but anyway, so then we jump to uh, a Mia Goth, who <laughs> is playing Maxine and Pearl. So this is where I immediately got confused, and Roby made fun of me before realizing that it I wasn't... I didn't think about this. Yeah. It wasn't hard to get confused here. I was mm-hmm. like, so wait, that's Pearl? Like, I thought, like, this is the girl that's going to be killing everybody? And he was like, no! Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? How he was you like, think why that? would you think that? And I was like, I just assumed that this is... This is who I saw. This is going to kill yeah, everybody. Yeah, this is the same girl from the Pearl trailer. <laughs> yeah, and he was like... He was like, no, you haven't met Pearl yet. And I was like... <laughs> I was not even thinking about that. That is confusing to someone. So then when he revealed that movie. they're all played by the same actress, I was like, you made me feel like an idiot. I know. I wasn't even thinking about it. Just because I saw X back when it came it came out in like February, March. Or, um, Which is honestly very confusing. It, it, well, it, it's, if you don't know, yeah, especially, it's kind of <clears> like, huh? And we, we, you know, we kind of get to why it's played by Mia Goth. Besides her being, you know, a good actress. But they were just like... Like, um, but yeah, so she plays Maxine and she plays the older Pearl in makeup and prosthetics. Um, and she plays young Pearl in Pearl. Mm-hmm. So Mia Goth runs the X show. I hope she got a good paycheck. I'm sure she you. did, man. I'm sure she did. Um, but we, we, we cut to her and she's like snorting cocaine and she's like clear, like clearly in just like a green room, not a green room, just like a makeup room. Of someplace, and uh, this guy walks in. Uh, let's see, played by Martin Henderson, who is playing Wayne. Who he was in the ring, 
Do you remember him in the ring? Mm-mm. Yeah, he was in the ring. Uh, but Wayne walks in and he like tells her like you got to take it easy on that stuff, but kind of like playfully like not. He's like he not really a, concerned, but he has a very Kurt Russell vibe to me. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I don't know if comforting is the right word, but he never. I never feel like usually when he because he's clearly the older guy in the room. Yes. But it never makes me uncomfortable that he's well, older. Well, the first shot, the first scene, I did. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. He's a user, and he's gonna get this poor girl who's just drugged out mm-hmm. to go do this porn movie or be a stripper or something. That's what I'm thinking, you know. But the the further along the movie goes on, the more I like didn't have any problems with him. No, right. I like, like, kind of liked him. That's what I was saying. Like he's almost a comforting like vibe almost like being the he, he feels like the older protecting everybody even though he does it he fails at that mm-hmm. <laughs> but um but he comes in and him and um he tells you know Maxine like you know you're a, you're gonna be a star you have that x factor this 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 and you know you're special you're special yeah and like he he they're clearly you know a thing an item um and you know she looks in the mirror and says like yeah I'm, I'm gonna be a I'm an effing star. This, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she does a lot of talking to herself. She does do a lot, yeah. She's clearly, yeah, right off the bat, Maxine is is, is clearly, you know, uh, struggling with drugs. She's a, we learned that this is a strip club and um, that she's one of the main, and now she's going to be a, a porn actress in this she's film. She's upgrading. She's upgrading. Yeah, she's trying to, she's going where the money is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, uh, we maybe, go, honestly, I think <laughs> strippers make pretty good money. Yeah, that's true. Well, it could, then we go outside and we see the, the building, this big painting of, uh, of a blonde woman, which this is the fun stuff. And now that we've, you've watched it, I'm going to see if some of the things I say, if you caught it before, but we go outside and you have this blonde woman who's doing, remember like the copper tone ads where the dog's like, Biting the girl's bathing suit or whatever, mm-hmm. we get that. But it's the blonde girl who's, covering her boobs. Well, yeah, and an alligator is. Oh, I didn't mm, notice the alligator. Yeah, there's an alligator who's taking her, uh, her trying to take her bathing suit. Her draws. Uh, and then we, uh, Brittany Snow, who is a pitch perfect fame. <laughs> uh, is, Good to see her again. Good to see her back. Yeah, in a way different role than pitch honestly. Um, and I don't know what this says for the movie, <laughs> and maybe a hint as to why I didn't like the movie very much. This character was probably one of my favorite characters in the mm-hmm. film, uh, which I did not expect. Yeah, right. Well, she was going to be a brat. Yeah, and and she she's not a brat. I mean, she has. Moments. I liked her. Yeah, me too. Now she plays Bobby Lynn. That's why I'm surprised. I'm interested. She's pretty to, real. I'm interested to see as we go along what who and what you didn't like because so far you're like, yeah, I like uh, I like Wayne. Yeah, I like Bobby Lynn. So I'm interested mm-hmm. to see. You know, I like them surfacely. Yeah. I mean, like there was, yeah, they didn't sense. have a lot of character time. Well, they don't really have character arcs either. You mm-hmm. know, necessarily they're not supposed to. You know, that's is a con of a lot of slashers. Is uh, I think it's an ode to the actors that play these characters that I like them. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And that's completely fair. I think, okay, on surface level, and again, we're, we're jumping 20 minutes in and we're kind of giving review thoughts, but on a surface level, almost, the slashers are meant to be characters who are t- usually unlikable mm-hmm. just to be killed, to be fodder. So I feel like with this movie, the fact that the characters are likable at all, even if it is on the surface level, is actually testament to why people think it's a good slasher, you know? I will agree with you to an extent, but I think slashers have, in a great way, evolved yeah. to learn their space and their audience. And, like, let's take Scream 4. Not Scream 4. Scream Five. for an, yeah, 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 scream yeah, for an example. Scream, the new yeah. Scream. There was a lot of side characters that I 
really didn't want to die right. because that's true. they made them likable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that older horror movies used to get away with. But yeah. newer slasher movies are doing more justice to, I'm going to make this impactful when this character dies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when a slasher movie comes out now and it misses that beat, it just doesn't slide by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's interesting. I, I listen to a lot more people talk about horror and stuff. And a lot of people would argue more for this movie than Scream. But mm-hmm. they like this one much better than they like Scream for yeah. different reasons. So it, it, that that's beautiful part about opinions. But it's uh, but that's a that's why there's a place for for everything, mm-hmm. you know. And um, yeah, it's it's. I think like if you were to argue the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which the characters are barely even likable in that movie, <laughs> you know, it's like this movie upgrades on that, you know, big time. Um, but yeah, so, so that's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. That, that's, well, I understand why people would argue for this one over Scream, just because Scream is a more cheesy, cheeky slasher. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking about something completely different. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. we're talking about characterization. Mm-hmm. And yeah, absolutely. This movie just didn't have it. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they uh, the three of them, Bobby Lynn. Uh, Maxine and Wayne get in a van. Which what what was the what was on the van? Uh, pipe uh, Piper. What was it? Freaking Frank. What's the word? I hate. Don't just hate when you have a word right there on your brain, but then you forget it. Plower. Uh, what was it though? Plower what? Plower. Uh, anyway, it was a it was a porn reference or whatever or something. Uh, it was just a funny little play on words mm-hmm. that uh, and uh, the 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 three of them get in a van this van and then they start driving away from the strip club. And it's this in this weird industrial area, like it's it's just like what the whole plowing thing. I think it was like plower services or something. Yeah, like plowing that. service. Yeah, like it was supposed to be like plumbing service. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. But play on words, plower mm, service. Yeah. Um, and but it's also aside from the sex thing, mm-hmm. kind of a call to the tumbleweed area they're going to. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we get to see, like, where the strip club is. It's just, like, like in this weird industrial area, which I thought was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we learn, to the sound of Mungo Jerry's uh, in the summertime, uh, we get to see um, uh, uh, 1979 is basically the year. And they uh, have now, by the time we uh, we get inside the van and we meet our uh, last two characters, or last three characters, actually, you get uh, Jenny Ortega's Lorraine, which... She's been in everything lately. I mean, she's talking about Scream, you know. Mm-hmm. She's been in two of the biggest slashers of the year, which is nuts. Uh, she was also in, like, Studio 666. She's about to be Wednesday Addams in the new uh, Netflix uh, Wednesday Addams TV Can't show. Wait for that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so she's, she's been in horror lately. Um, they call her Church Mouse because she's real quiet. Uh, we meet RJ... RJ, which is his name. I don't know why I was going for a last name. Played by Owen Campbell, uh, who is just kind of the director. He's been in a bunch of stuff as well. A bunch of, like, indie horror. A lot, actually. More than I thought. Uh, Super Dark Times. Uh, let's see. Uh, Depraved. Just a bunch of little things. Uh, he plays the director and the writer of the movie. And then uh, Jackson, played by Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which also, I liked Kid Did, yeah, yeah, he was my second favorite character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Jackson. He, he's just very, like, down-to-earth, very, um, very not quiet, not quiet at all, but just, like, he's chill. Like, you know, he's just like, all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make everybody, he doesn't make anyone feel... Like, they shouldn't be there, necessarily. I don't know. It's hard to describe. He just was easy, easy go. 
you know, easy luck, whatever. Yeah. yeah. For the most part, he was easy one of those going. characters that just kind of like watches and smiles while exactly. everybody else runs the dialogue. Yeah. So they're sitting there and RJ gives them all the script uh, in the van and it's, uh, they're, they, you know, they're reading it on the way to the um, uh, a gas station, which is kind of a, a throwback to Texas Chainsaw. And they, I like the shot when it's all of them in the van. It's almost fisheye, almost, the way that they kind of, uh, Pearl, or not Pearl, Maxine and Howard, not Howard, goodness gracious, Maxine and Wayne kind of like look almost distorted from where they're sitting in the front of the, the van. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have everyone else in the back. Uh, and then they get to the gas station and they just buy some stuff. And then uh, Wayne, once again, you know, tells, you know, Maxine that she's a, you're a star, you're going to see, you know, she says she wants to be like Linda Carter, like, you know, like Wonder Woman and all this. And uh, we, again, see the, oh, yes. the pastor. Linda Carter, the adult film star. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, we get to see the, the pastor again on the TV. And outside, RJ is trying to kind of get his first shot of the movie and of, uh, of uh, Jackson's character uh, pumping gas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bobby Lynn gives him advice to shoot it, <laughs> shoot the uh, film from, from the a, nozzle. Yeah, from like above. So it looks like he's, you know, pumping the car with his penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then uh, we get we get to kind of see, you know, Church Mouse or uh, Jenna Ortega's character just kind of not into it. And she's kind of like, why are we doing this? Like, I don't understand what the point of this is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is pretty low. And she RJ, doesn't see the value in this yeah, project at all. And RJ is just looking at it as, you know, not only practice, but he's like, I want to make a good adult film, like what they're doing in France and stuff. So uh, we kind of get to see some tension between them. He asks her, like, you know, when did you get so prude and all, and all of that. And uh, so then Wayne and uh, Pearl come back out and they head Sorry. I keep calling her Pearl. I'm going to say it the whole time. When so prude. (laughs) Did I say that? When when did she get so prude? (laughs) Did I say when she's prude? Yeah, when did you get so prude? But, uh, and then... Prudish. Prudish, yeah. But he says, when did you get so prude? He says that. That's his wording, because she brings it back later. What the heck? Uh Why did he do that? Mm. (laughs) So, okay. Go ahead. (laughs) Um... When did you get to be such a prude? Is what she said. Gotcha. There we go. See, now, we got. We. Figured I was like, out. "What is English?" <laughs> um, and then they uh, go to the house, this creepy farm out in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and I don't remember where they said they are from exactly, but we 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 get the. They make a comment like, "Why do we have to come way out here to you know film this thing?" And uh, he says something about tax breaks, and you know these guys can barely make a living out here, you know. So uh, they um, Wayne goes up to the the little the farmhouse, and old man pulls up who uh, Howard, who's played by Stephen Year, which I assume Stephen Year like an older guy. They made him look older, much older. Uh, he doesn't look, you know, nearly as he doesn't look like that the in this picture on The people in this film, I cannot describe to you how gross they are, how disgusting they look. And yeah. I am not like hating on old people at all. I have never seen an old person in real life that looks like this, alive or dead. And I've seen some dead old people. Okay, <laughs> they look gnarly. Yeah, yeah, and but that, so Stephen, you're playing Howard. I thought that because uh, um, Mia Goth plays Pearl as well. I thought that one of the young actors played Howard but I mean the dude again he is younger than than Howard but um 
I, again, I didn't realize that it was a an actual older guy who mm. played that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he shows up and he's like questioning Martin, like what are you or Wayne, like what are you doing here? Pulls a what? I'm just thinking about the filming of the one scene. Oh yeah, no, how right? awful! <laughs> yeah. Um, but they he pulls a gun on on uh, Wayne and uh, like a shotgun, and he's just like doesn't know why. What's he doing on his property? And uh, Maxine takes notice and like gets the gun out of the the uh, uh, Wayne has a gun in his glove compartment. Cl- glove compartment, yeah, and uh, goes to grab it as well. She's like something's wrong, but Wayne is able to successfully you know. Uh, remind Howard, like, hey, we had a like, conversation. We had a about conversation. This. You know, I was gonna get you. You asked for thirty bucks. I got you some more to sweeten the deal. This is this. Uh, so, Mark Howard takes them all uh, to like their little guest house on property, and um, just basically ask for their discre- uh, discre- discretion. There you go, because his wife isn't well necessarily, or just doesn't. You know, he didn't realize that Howard. Or Wayne was going to be bringing all these people, and he's um, not happy about it. Yeah, and he he knows they're up to something, something nasty, and uh, so he's just like, "I appreciate your discretion because I don't want you know Pearl getting worked up. Stay here, you know, then then leave, <laughs> pretty much." Um, so then they basically uh, after uh, Howard leaves, they get to shoot in the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which uh, consists of Brittany Snow's character Bobby Lynn, yeah, and Kid Cudi's character, what's his name? Uh, Jackson. Jackson, banging it out, ba- banging it out, moaning like crazy, which is a very we had to the vol- we had volume control the whole time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, turning up and turning down in this movie because it was it would get very loud in certain parts, and we have a roommate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, they, uh, so, uh, while they are filming the, the, the four of them, Lorraine, Bobby Lynn, Jackson, and Wayne, uh, uh, Maxine is off just trying to go, you know, just got look around the property and she kind of, uh, she goes to the, the, they have Maxine a, acts like she could care less. Yeah. She's like, all right, bye. Yeah. She's just here. She's just here to, to do her thing, make money. She's a star, you know, whatever. She's here to do her thing. So she goes off to like the edge of the, the lake. Um, and, oh, also before, before we get there though, when Howard is still in the house, uh, talking to all of them before he leaves, um, he asks if Wayne had done any, uh, been in the military and he says that he was in, you know, world war one, I, I think. And, uh, Jackson says that he was in, uh, did two tours in uh, Vietnam, I'm assuming. And he says, his comment is, I've had enough farmers with guns pointed at me for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's another, you know, again, no spoilers yet, but you know, that clock that and put that in your, uh, put, a, put that to our, our second, you know whatever anyway so now yeah so she goes to the water maxine goes out to they have a dock in this big like is that's not a lake what would that be considered just a pond yeah pond. well it's kind of like a lake i mean yeah. it's pretty big yeah that's true yeah, yeah it is pretty big yeah it's a lot a lot of property um but she you know uh she's all she's wearing is like a freaking um uh overalls and she takes off her overalls and while she's doing that in the background we can see Pearl, the old woman, like walking up behind her, which is yeah. really, really well shot. Really like creepy. just out of focus. Yeah, you can mostly just see her white, white head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Maxine gets in the water, 
and while she's kind of uh, swimming in the the the, the pond, um, the, you know, we kind of are intersplicing with 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 scenes of the the, the farmer's daughters, uh, which is what a, what a title, the farmer's daughters, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 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 porno, um, and then we get we see that there's an alligator in the water, and the alligator starts swimming towards. Maxine as she's swimming back towards the dock. And I love those kind of shots. Like, mm-hmm. it's from above. Meanwhile, she has no idea. No, she does not see it. She's just slowly kind of taking her time. Until even as she gets to the Leisurely dock. Leisurely swim. Yeah, when she gets to the dock, she just kind of leans on it. And we can see in the background. How close this is. Yeah, kind of like how Pearl was walking up behind her before. But just like, ooh. Was, and then she she gets out uh, in the nick of time. Like, the, the this this... Gator is swimming at her like the dinner bell rang. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and yeah, and like kind of taking his time. Like he's like, he told me like this isn't the first time. You know, he didn't seem like pressed about yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. This might not be his first body that he's been fed. You know, mm-hmm. um, and he. So anyway, so then we we jump to uh, Bobby Lynn and uh, kind of a scene between Bobby Lynn, Church Mouse, and Jackson, where uh, uh, freaking Bobby Lynn like takes a towel. That she cleans herself with and then throws it at Church Mouth. Mm-hmm. Mouse. Which that was the only scene where I felt like she was a little passive aggressive. Because Church Mouse is clearly kind of judging them, you know, a little bit. Doesn't understand, again, what they're, why they're doing this. She's being prudish. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, and then Jackson says, you know, something like, uh, uh, you're good but not that good about her performance or whatever. And she starts faking, you know, moaning. <laughs> She's this great actress. <laughs> And then he says, he says, I think I love you. Yeah, like, this is the biggest thing. Like, he's like, I don't know why that made him say yeah, that he loves her, but it, it works. Yeah. Uh, and then we see RJ and Wayne, who are standing outside. And Wayne's like, that's the, I mean, people are going to want to pay big money for what you just filmed. So he's just like, really, you know, uh, really a lot of praise for RJ. And he his comment is, when they see what we've made, their eyes are going to be popping out of their skulls. Which mm-hmm. is another thing. Put that in your uh, your brain for later. Um, so then uh, Maxine, as she's walking back, she sees uh, Pearl standing there uh, at the house. And Pearl invites her in to the house for some lemonade. So Maxine just goes inside this creepy house. Oh, all the while, uh, Howard went to the store, so he's not... You know, he's not around. Uh, so she goes inside, and Pearl's just real creepy. And um, she's, like, making the lemonade for Maxine. And, and again, <laughs> intersplicing with scenes from the adult film where the farmer's daughter is preparing lemonade for, for Jackson's character. <laughs> uh, so I like, I like those kind of shots. They're kind of fun. But, um, but they... So, I mean, freaking Maxine drinks that lemonade like she's never had lemonade before. She's like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no desire to stay here at all. Um, and uh, as she's trying to leave, uh, Pearl like shows her photos on the wall and just kind of talks about youth and how I was once young and beautiful. I was a dancer. We see photos on the wall of Mia Goth as a young Pearl. Uh, just kind of like so they 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 look a lot a look they look a lot alike I mean identical. She's also got these like gnarly hands and she like and Mia Goth's character Maxine is in this overalls mm-hmm. setup but nothing underneath right like so her side boobs are out and everything and um, 
Pearl just keeps like reaching for her, like mm-hmm. to touch her ribs and all that stuff. It's yeah. just like stop. Yeah, it's and, and and after she like touches, um, yeah, Maxine's like almost goes for her to like touch her side boob or whatever. Uh, Howard starts to come home and Pearl's like, this this is our little secret. And Maxine's like, what is? Like she just is like, it's just weird. It's a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Maxine's not really realizing that this old woman's coming on to her, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, which is real. It's just, it's creepy. It's really, it's odd. Especially when you think that this is Mia Goth playing with Mia Goth, <laughs> Mia yeah. Goth you know. Um, so Mia uh, is able to kind of sneak out of the house before Howard comes inside and as she's running back to the house, we get a good jump scare where Wayne is, you know, like, hey, you know, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. then, you know, uh, and says he's been looking for her. And then they go to film her scene, part of the movie. So they go into the... She snorts a bunch of more coke. She does. She oh, yeah, snorts a bunch more coke. And then she goes and they start filming a uh, another scene in the... In the, uh, the the cabin, not the cabin, the uh, farmhouse, I guess, um, and where the cows are chilling. The cows got a, show, a real show this mm-hmm. day. Um, but then, yeah, so then Jackson gets his fill of a second. I didn't see them. This is just farmhouse a side note. I didn't see them let those cows out of that barn <laughs> no. one time. Uh uh-uh. Nope. Oh, we didn't even. Cows s- just stay here in the pens. We didn't even say that before they get to the house. There's the scene where. They're like there's a lot of traffic, and then we found, we see that a semi truck rammed into a cow, and we just get a real nasty shot mm-hmm. of the cow. And we also see the sheriff, who you know, will come <laughs> will come to be acquainted with these people much later. <laughs> it's just like leading us up to the gore we're gonna experience. Yeah, definitely, um, for sure. But anyway, back to the plot. So yeah, so uh, Maxine and Jackson are filming their scene of the. Uh, the, the porno. And uh, meanwhile, you got, like, Lorraine, Church Mouse, is real, like, she's definitely starting to get intrigued. You know, she's, like, the boot holding yeah, the Yeah, Maxine's mic. performance changes Yeah, it Church changes Mouse. Church Mouse, yeah. And it also changes Pearl, who comes in and looks in the window. True that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pearl uh-huh. is uh, enjoying herself a little too, too much. much. Yeah, it's pretty, 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 uh, pretty gnarly. <laughs> uh, so the scene is filmed... We kind of go, it's uh, kind of, it's nighttime now. All the characters, they filmed everything they were going to film for the day. And uh, they're kind of like uh, sit, all sitting on the couch and just kind of chilling and uh, drinking some beers, eating some spam sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, that's when Lorraine asks, you know, uh, how are you comfortable with this? As couples, you know, how are you okay with, you know, swapping partners or whatever and and wayne just pretty much was like as long as the camera's rolling maxine can do what she wants it's just a job you know pretty much so that's when lorraine is like well first of all she's she's just intrigued she's just curious to why like what about love like do you not believe in love and they're like well, of course we do you know like we believe in love this is just a job you know um and then we get a ran- kind of random but it works song break where Jackson pulls out a guitar and Bobby Lynn just sings I think a Stevie Nicks song um let me see it let me let me before I get absolutely roasted because that's a that's a that is, yeah Stevie Nicks okay landslide by Stevie Nicks uh yeah and we kind of get shots of all them like listening and smiling while um Mia got not Mia yeah well Mia got Pearl such a weird moment in the movie yeah it's it's <clears throat> random it's definitely like um it's it's Random, but we but it Even makes the sense. Split screens, which it works. The whole movie, if you didn't know, was about getting older. 
and enjoying your youth while you have it. And that song is, that's what the song's about, you know, you know. Uh, children get older, blah, blah, blah. So we're getting scenes of Pearl putting makeup on just like Maxine, the blue eyeshadow and all that. So it makes sense for the movie. It's just, that's the most on-the-nose moment in the movie about, you know, <laughs> youth, about getting older or whatever. Uh, but then after the song, um, we learn that uh, uh, Church Mouse is like, I want to be in the movie. <laughs> she wants to be the third farmer's daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, RJ is like, yeah, because they're they're dating, and he's just like, that's not gonna happen. But um, so they get into kind of a little tiff. But Jackson's like, well, yeah. she's backed him into a corner now mm-hmm. because they just had this big speech about right <laughs> how like you know they're just working. It's this is some respectable thing somehow, right? And uh, all of a sudden he's like, oh hell no, yeah no. What do you what do you mean no? Uh, so then, uh, it get, things get a little hot, or a little, little not hot, but heavy, and uh, Wayne pulls RJ outside, and basically just tells him like she's gonna do what she's gonna do. If she, if you don't, if you're not cool with her doing this, she's just gonna do it with someone else and all this stuff. So, and RJ says a comment like, she, you know, Lorraine's not like those other girls. She's, you know, a nice girl. <laughs> and Wayne, who's, you know, is is basically engaged to Maxine is greatly offended by, by this. So, what did you just yeah, say? Yeah, he's not happy with it. And then he makes a comment, which I don't really understand this line, because he says, like, let me like, let me tell you that none of those girls are nice. I didn't really understand that. I think he was saying girls in general are right. nice girls. Right. Like, this picture that you have of, like, ah, okay, that makes innocent sense. little okay, okay. girl. Yeah. That's none of them. That makes sense, which is fair. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's like, it's to go with, again, they keep intersplicing with, you know, the religious stuff on the TV, the black mm-hmm. and white religion. So it's like, and that's the movie. It's, um, uh, you know, everybody is, we're, we're, we're humans. You know, everybody right. has feelings, thoughts, does, like stop does things. Stop looking at your girlfriend like she's Pippi Long. Because it only does damage at the end of the day to put these, these you know, expectations, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, so that makes sense. You just, you just, that's exactly what the line was. Yeah. Um, but then... RJ goes back inside, and it's kind of in slow motion as we go into the bedroom, where the uh, freaking uh, Jackson's doing push-ups, which is hilarious. He's like third time today. No, this is the luckiest man in the world that's just broken down here on this specific farm. Uh huh. And uh, he asked the question about like, I need like, is your dad home? Like, you know, like I need a ride. Right. And I'm at this point. I was like, "Let's hope Dad doesn't want to give you a ride because everybody else does." <laughs> I know, right? Including the new farmer's daughter, um, Lorraine, who's all makeuped up. She's in her underwear. She's ready to go. <laughs> she and and just like that, he, RJ comes in with a camera. Uh, Jacqueline gets on the bed with a towel, and it's it gets started. <laughs> I will say this: Jenny Ortega has a great back. A great back. Yeah, you don't oh. see her nude. You know, they keep it pretty. PG-13 with her. Mm, yeah. Um, but she's got great back musculature. Don't know, like, don't know why I had to say that, but as yeah. somebody who works out, I noticed she was in the gym because yeah. her back is great. Mm, mm. Good. That's a uh, fun fact. That's good. If Jenna Ortega, I know you listen to this, so. I know you listen. <laughs> great back. <laughs> great back. Five star. Five star back. Um, so, yeah, so she, so anyway, so that, they, the, the, the final farmer's daughter has been farmed. <laughs> yeah, that was, Ew. Yeah, that was cut that, cut that, cut that. You should have said 
Quar. <laughs> that would have been much better. Um, yeah, cut that one. Uh, so, Farmed. so RJ uh, films, and then he, the kind of it's been a been a little while. Everyone's sleeping, and he gets out of. Oh, he's in the shower, boohooing. He's like real upset <laughs> that this this happened. Heart broken. Yeah, absolutely. So he goes and gets the keys. Why he didn't just decide to have a private conversation with her about how uncomfortable he was with this whole thing, yeah. I'm not sure. I think she would have been, she would have respected and understood that, but yeah, it just didn't work out that way. Uh, so he takes the keys and he's running away. He's done. He's like, let's see if they can get this film done without me. He gets in the van, he starts driving away, and Pearl's standing there in the middle of the, the road mm-hmm. uh, by the house. So he gets out of the, the van, all the while Don't Fear the Reaper is playing on the radio. Okay. And so Pearl is standing there, and the uh, homie, RJ, gets out of the car to go see what she's doing and tries to help her, which I'd be like, I would just have kept driving. Mm-hmm. And, Swing it on around, guys. Uh, he'll, Get she'll out be of fine. there. She lives here. She probably does this all the time. If I ever am just out in the middle of darkness and my headlights just befall on a person, uh-huh. I'm booking it. I'm gone. Definitely. <laughs> and, oh, sorry. I got a yawn here. Um, and he gets out of the car and she starts coming on to him. She starts trying to do... She's like kissing his neck. Yeah. <laughs> which we didn't right before... Um, while they're, the song is happening and Pearl gets all makeuped up, uh, Howard, uh, after, I think it's actually after she sees them in the far, the um, farmhouse, she com- he, uh, she comes inside and uh, she tries to come on to Howard. And Howard's like, you know, I can't. During our my heart landslide uh, oh, break yeah. with a split screen action. Yeah, right before. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, she's like trying to seduce her husband and um he's like you know i can't do this my heart's, my heart's gonna, gonna give out, give out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like well uh-huh. i don't understand that yeah yeah i mean hey that's a uh, heart get worse as you get older i guess some people can't do it that's a. Uh... I well never mind i'm not gonna get into <laughs> i'm not gonna get into it anyway yeah. uh so, so now so she's she's outside so she's she's ready to go she's like come on young young man like please do something <laughs> And he's just like, no. like He's like, why are you doing this? He's just like grossed out. And she gets real offended by this and freaking stabs him in the neck with a knife. And he falls on the ground and starts saying, help me to her. Like, to her. like what? She just I think killed that you. he must think she's got dementia or something. Or something, yeah. Um, because he's treating her like a little lady. And mm-hmm. I think that's what sets her off. I mean, I think she went out there with oh, the intention sure. to kill him. But mm-hmm. I, I, uh, she does not like being treated like Mm-mm. an old woman. Well, not only that, but he... She's a extreme. She wants to feel beautiful and feel sexy, and uh, he's like, "No, like I, I'm not attracted to you." He tells her to, you know, put her clothes on or whatever. So I think when he's acting like, "Ew, you're gross," that was like, "No, mm-hmm. you know, she's all about female being beautiful and being sexy or whatever." And, Excuse my sneezes, guys. <laughs> and nobody is, uh, uh, yeah, bless you by the way. Thank and you. And nobody is is reciprocating that or whatever. So she, yeah, she st- stabs him in the neck with a knife. And then he falls to the ground, and she continues to stab him just in the neck, and like half decapitates him. The blood's like you know smearing all over the lights, and he yeah, gets the red, light turns red. This was cool. nice. This yeah. was a nice shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, she, yeah, he he, he did. He's like half decapitated. It's pretty pretty gnarly, pretty gross. Yeah. And all the while, again, don't fear the reapers playing, which is cool. Uh, so then Church Mouse wakes up, and she goes outside. 
and uh, to kind of see where, where's RJ because she can't find him. And then uh, Martin, no, sorry, Wayne. Uh, I keep saying Martin. That's his real name. Wayne um, comes around the corner and once again jump scares, and he's in like this freaking speedo like this not even tidy whities i don't even know what they were i think they were like tidy whities that were way too small for him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he uh, says he's gonna help he's like the car's still here so he didn't run away <laughs> and the two of them go their separate ways he goes into the barn she goes into the house to try to find rj and she finds um she ends up running into howard who is looking for for pearl who doesn't know where pearl is and they kind of agree that they're going to help each other. Uh, all the while, again, Howard, um, uh, Wayne, is in the farmhouse. And we get, like, a shot of this nail sticking out. Like, that's on a board sticking up. And he steps right on it. And oof. Yeah. And his foot is bloody. But he thinks he sees, uh, hears RJ on the other side of the door. Walks over to the door. Scariest shot of the movie here. Yeah. Um, where there's these like three holes mm-hmm. in like the lower half of the door mm-hmm. and you see like lights start to come through them mm-hmm. as in like somebody's moving out of the way. Right. It, um, yeah, so somebody was watching him and I was like, oh, that was the shot for me was, yeah. that was just creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. And he goes to look through the holes, which is like, never do that. <laughs> you know, what would be crazy. And a pitchfork comes... You crazy. <laughs> a pitchfork comes right through and stabs him in the eye. Mm-hmm. Eyes. Ugh, it's brutal, the way it goes in. And we cut away. So their eyes are going to pop out of the their head. The eyes are going to pop out of their head, yeah. So he, uh, we then jump back to Jenny Ortega uh, with Howard in the house. And she, he tells her, if you wouldn't mind, going into the cellar of the basement to get the other flashlight. So she does. She goes downstairs. And when she tries to come back upstairs, the door's locked, which gave us barbarian vibes. <laughs> um, and she can't get out. So she's kind of like, all right, what, well, what do I do now? She goes downstairs. And uh, she finds a man who's been chained up to the wall. Or not, yeah, dead. Who's like, pants are down. And she starts, she screams. This is a good shot too. Her scream. That's like the, one of the posters of the movie is her screaming there. Um, so she, she freaks out. Uh, as one would. As one would, absolutely. And then Pearl, uh, that, she rips out, you know, uh, Wayne's eye. And his eye comes out of his socket. And then another really cool shot, she comes in the barn and we just see her shadow first as she walks in and then just like pokes him with it once <laughs> and then just starts like burying him under the pine straw or whatever. Um, or hay, yeah. Uh, and then Jackson wakes up, it, it, like slowly kind of like looks up like he thinks he hears a scream. So he gets out, gets out of bed to go see, you know, what's going on. Uh, but he's not too concerned, so he just goes and like gets some something to drink, and uh, then he sees Howard standing outside. So he goes to see what's going on. Like, what are you doing? You know, and uh, and Howard says he's looking for Pearl. So then Jackson's like, "Well, I can help you." Like, this is this t- too nice. This dude was too nice. <laughs> and then we just get like a shot of just a what you call a bat between his legs, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to get into descriptors here, but I was like, that's not a dick. <laughs> um, that's one that I would be like, oh, no, thank you. I don't want to die today. Uh, but So Jackson gets some clothes on, and then uh, he goes to help Howard look for, look for Pearl. And uh, Pearl, on the other hand, is sneaking into the house to go uh, cuddle up with Maxine. 
so while Howard Howard and Jackson decide that they're going to kind of split up to work around the lake, um, Howard's afraid that Pearl fell in the water. And they're kind of, you know, walking around the water and seeing what's going on. And, um, and Howard, uh, um, Jackson gets to a certain point where he finds a flashlight in the water. So he gets in the water and it's real tense because we know a gator's out here. <laughs> and uh, he finds the flashlight. And he's kind of freaking out a little bit. And then he uh, goes back around because he doesn't find anything. He doesn't find Pearl. And then when he makes it around to Howard, Howard says something like, um, uh, they just have a conversation and, and uh, Howard is pissed off at Jackson for strutting around. You know, he's like, last time I, there was someone like you on our property, like it got Pearl really worked up, which is I'm, we're assuming is the person in the, uh, in the cellar. And, uh, and then he shoots Jackson, killing him, which is like, damn, mm-hmm. didn't have to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, see it. I know. So they, so now that's most of them dead, but again, he was, he was killed by a farm, uh, 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 farmer, with, farmer a gun. with a gun, yeah, gun. One, the last one, which is so so terrible. Uh, so then we jump back to where Pearl is in bed. So then we we learn that not only is Pearl a killer, but so is so is Howard, which we could have gathered when he trapped. Uh, um, Unlike Church RJ, Miles. at least Jackson had a good last day. Yeah, no, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. RJ had a real shit last day. Yeah, yeah. Jackson <laughs> had a real good day, um, and then uh, a good day and a good lay. <laughs> wow that was a good one laser three i was gonna say yeah good good one good one good one triple a <laughs> um so back in the house pearl is again like completely naked like ogling maxine and starts like rubbing on her oh, and stuff man, it's so gross. it's gross with her bloody hands and maxine wakes up and screams waking up um bobby lynn, bobby lynn in the other room who i'm who, like how are you still sleep who like bobby lynn runs out and sees just pearl naked standing in the pearl. hallway naked Running and away. she's like what the freak uh-huh. and pearl just like exits the house and mm-hmm. bobby lynn goes to maxine and maxine's like that lady was in my bed touching me, yeah. like blah blah. blah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she's freaking out, and she, um, as, as Bobby would. Lynn doesn't really freak out. No, she, she like, just goes after her. <laughs> she goes outside to look for the guys because, like, mm-hmm. none of the guys are in the house. Mm-hmm. Yep, they all did. Yeah. Um, and while she's wandering around, she finds Pearl standing mm-hmm. on the dock by the lake, mm-hmm. butt naked, um, mm-hmm. and. Bobby Lynn has this like blanket wrapped around her shoulders, so she wraps the sh- the blanket around her, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Ma'am, <laughs> come back from the water. We don't want you to fall in." Uh huh. You know, it's it's that. Yeah, that southern um, charm. <laughs> and the lady's like, Pearl's like, uh, "You bitch!" Like, yeah, oh, she slaps pissed. her in the face. Yeah. And uh, they get into like this little cat fight, and then she. She pushes Bobby Lynn straight into the water, and Bobby Lynn gets crocked. Gets crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I'm from Florida. I shouldn't say crocked because it was an alligator. I yeah, right, right. Um, and we also, right before this, um, uh, Church Mouse finds an axe in the basement and is is able to get through the door. And as she's going to unlock the door, the basement door, Howard comes in and busts her fingers oh, like a five or six times hurt me the most it was bad yeah because it, it mangles her fingers mm-hmm. and like i don't know why he gets three good swings in before she pulls her hand back I, I, it's got to just be that shock you know just that like in that moment like that i mean it, i don't know because that was Dude, nasty uh, yeah 
Like, you can see the skin, yeah. the way her fingers start bending the wrong way. And I was like, I don't know why this, yeah. this to me hurts worse Definitely. than, like, watching RJ Bobby get Lynn. stabbed in the neck or... Yeah. You know. Well, I think because everybody's had their fingers jammed or something. crushed at one point uh-huh. in time. Not everyone's been. So you can like feel it. Yeah. You're like, oh. Right. It's got to be what, yeah, what it is. Uh, but yeah, so then as uh, Bobby Lynn is getting creamed by the cro- uh, the alligator, um, <laughs> they just, um, Powered comes and watches on with Pearl. <laughs> just like, you know, and tells her that he has one of the girls <laughs> locked up. This is this, this. And uh, Howard asks if Bobby Lynn was one was the one that she you know was basically was asking if that was Maxine, and she was like, "No, you know, I never had a thing for blondes." <laughs> so, so then we kind of jump to Maxine, who's in the shower, and then uh, she goes into the bedroom. But as she goes into the bedroom, Pearl and Howard come in looking for her, and they start having a conversation. Howard's like, "You're you're." You're, you're still the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. You know, you're still special. And they start banging. <laughs> Old people sex. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it was not fun to watch. No, all the while Maxine is underneath the bed. And, uh... This was the scene that I didn't realize was coming and didn't turn the TV down for. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about this scene, Until, too. like... Until it became clear that this was just going to get louder and louder. And I was like, turn it down, oh my god. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so Maxine is able to uh, leave and she goes to the house uh, and is able to free um, Church Mouse, who is real manic and is real angry. And screaming. Yeah, with Pearl. and she, Or with uh, Maxine. She's just like, I hate you. Like you're, This is all your fault. This is all your fault. And she like... Um, Maxine's like, wait, you just have to wait. We just have need to find the keys to the car or whatever. And as she is, uh, uh, Church Mouse like, nah, and runs outside. And then Howard shoots her with it with a shotgun, and she just you know flies backwards. And we Which get it case, all from. I was this, like, yeah. that was pretty quick, old man. Yeah, right. It was a quick shot. Quick. No, good... I meant in bed. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, he uh, was just there. Yeah. Now you're here. Yeah, you, you dressed you, quick, man. He he worked quick. He worked quick because he already had the time to get dressed, yep. get her dressed, get up, yep. get his shotgun, yep. walk all the way across the field, and be prepared at the door yep. for when Church Mouse runs out. Yep. My God, I know, right? <laughs> so they, uh, so um, Maxine is kind of like watching on in horror and is hiding. And we kind of hear Howard tell her, like, we need to get her in the house. Let's get her body in the house because then we can save self-defense because she's in the house. And they come in, and as they're bringing her body inside, she, like, makes an involuntary noise or something, like a gurgle or whatever. And this spooks Howard so much, he has a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, and he, he essentially dies. And Maxine comes around the corner with, the gu- with um, um, Wayne's gun. The pistol. Yeah. And Pearl is like, he, please, you know, he's having a heart attack. And Maxine's like, I, why do I care if he's dying? You've killed all of us, you know, except me. Like, why would I care? That you're, you know, he's dying, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you're also psycho. Because I guess at this point, well, yeah, I guess you wouldn't know that they've been doing some sketchy stuff. Um, and as she is, she hold, she goes to shoot Pearl. Because Pearl gets up and she's mad. And, uh, and she goes to shoot her, but the gun goes off. 
a do- this is also a the most like the most uh, sane Pearl sounds in the whole movie. Right, is yeah. like she sounds like she's totally got her wits about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's almost alludes to like the more people she's killed, the more sane she becomes. <laughs> right. Like I don't know. It's well, just... and it also could be she find she got her rocks off. <laughs> you know, she was pent, pent up for probably years at this point. Somehow it unlocked her sanity. <laughs> yeah, um, she clearly was. She was. She was. Really needing it or wanting it or something. I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah, but she's definitely she's like telling Maxine just that you know, you know, you're flaunting it. You're out here. You don't know what you have. You're wasting the da da da. And yeah. So and then uh, they're again they're constantly telling her stuff like you know it's not our fault that you didn't live the life you want to live pretty mm-hmm. much, which is yeah you know like uh that's the best thing to say to somebody who's lived with a life of regrets <laughs> you know um so pearl gets the shotgun and goes to shoot maxine but the ba- it backfires and she freaking flies backwards like a cartoon character which is pretty awesome yeah. <laughs> so then maxine who was able to get the car keys uh for their truck uh goes to get in the car and pearl is you know screaming and she's yelling and all this stuff and uh, he's telling her just horrible things, and Pearl or Maxine turns the truck on and backs reverses right over Pearl's head, squishing it. Like no a love lost there. Bye bye, Pearl. Nah, 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 like a tomato. Her head explodes. It's gruesome. Uh, and then Pearl drives off, does another snort of cocaine. Pearl drives off. Ma- Maxine. Maxine, goddamn, you know how I do every time with these stupid <laughs> names at the end. But Maxine drives off, does another snort of cocaine, and is like. Hmm. That was that. And she says something like, uh, I forget what she says, but effing. Uh, oh, yeah. Again, the motif of, you know, religion. She says, praise the Lord or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's like driving off. Uh, and then we see back on the TV in the black and white that the pastor who's been, you know, uh, Preach. preaching the whole time uh, was um, Maxine's dad. Mm-hmm. So she, he like shows a picture of her as a kid, says that she's was uh, taken by this this horrible life and uh the devil the devil so um yeah so then then the movie uh the cop we get back to the cops who pull up and uh, they find the camera and he's like what do you think we're gonna find on it and the sheriff's like probably some one effed up uh horror flick or something like that and then it ends with uh what is it burning what is the song uh uh no, I, do, I forget. Yeah, that's like, why I took a screenshot of it. It's a good '70s, you know, one of those uh, classic burning, burning for love, or something like that. Mm. I got, I forget what it's called, but yeah, but yeah, and then that's X. Yeah, that's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that you remembered so many details because I could. Not... <laughs> well, I, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, which is always uh, helps with these. But also, I've seen it twice, so that helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, you got I've, the order of things it. down. Yep, exactly. Pretty. I'm sure that I, there was some discrepancies here and there, but for the most part, that was the that was the plot. That was X. Yeah. Yeah. Directed by Ty West. I'm looking forward to hearing your opinions. Yeah. Because you didn't share with me all that. I know that you like it, but I don't mm-hmm. know what you like about it. Yeah, I think that I. I mean, it's no no surprise. I like slasher movies. It's mm-hmm. I, you know I, I think that they're they're fun. I mean, I, I I like the bad ones. I like the good ones. I I, I know that it's not everyone's uh, cup of tea. It's not you like them. You're you're so and so on them. You know you like some. You you don't like others. Um. So for that alone, I was. I think it's a really cool modern kind of <clears throat> can't not quite campy, but campy enough slasher. Uh, I think that the, I like the writing 
a lot. I think that the how every character alludes to how they die. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. It's like yeah. we, no, I will say that was that was good. Yeah, like especially watching it a second time, you can actually see those things seeds being planted. And I, that's really rewarding. It's like we talk about with Jordan Peele's movies. Like they're needed for second. They're good for second watches for that. And I like the characters. I I, I think that um, uh, I think unfortunately that all the characters that I liked the most died first. Died. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, there's a, a, I like a um, this. They're kind of the the nice southern charm. You know, all of them for the most part. Like I like the southern. You know, they're it's almost like I don't know. It's uh. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. I don't know. I, I like the aesthetic. I just I thought it was, I like the movie. I just think it's a. I, I I don't think even the even watching it a second time, it's not like I like it's not barbarian or I agree. I, I do like Scream more ultimately, um, but it, it definitely is 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 up there for me for for the movies of this year. I think it's very well made. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I just, I just dig it. I think it's cool. What do you not like about it besides the? I think you've already kind of said all of that. I was um the first thing that I said when the movie turned off was how boring I thought it was. Which yeah, and I disagree with that. I was yeah. just like, I don't feel like anything really happened. Mm-hmm. Like I knew, and maybe it's because I knew that Pearl was the killer. Mm-hmm. But I think you can kind of guess mm-hmm. what's gonna happen as soon as you meet Pearl. Right. Um. And because there wasn't really any mystery there, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I'm surprised that they're considering it a mystery thriller. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't really think the mystery works because it's not even like they hide it. She, the only person, the first person who gets killed, is clearly her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like they hide that. Like a you know, some of the fun of a good slasher is wearing a good mask as well. Yeah, not knowing who it is. Because again, I I feel like I feel like if they had done it differently it could have like if they had put the the killer in a mask it could have been oh maybe it's church mouse oh maybe it's rj oh maybe it's even maxine you know I but they just were like not doing it that. was missing a lot of like calling cards for me and maybe those That's calling fair. cards are cheap but i couldn't find anything necessarily scary about pearl aside mm-hmm. from the fact that she looked gross yeah um like, she didn't laugh in a maniacal way. She didn't, yeah. you know, yeah, bend any weird ways. She was just like an old lady well, that think... was surprising everybody with how promiscuous. Yeah. And then just like this, all of a sudden she would kill you. Well, to me, I feel like that's what makes it scarier. Is that she is this um, this old woman who kills people and you wouldn't expect it. I like, think that, you know, yeah, maybe like if, I was, almost. if I was in the position of from the viewpoint of just the the other characters that are being killed but because we're getting to watch pearl go kill all these characters Mm -hmm. there's nothing really scary about it yeah so like it didn't hit me as a horror movie Mm. it was just a it was just gory yeah it's it's funny that's that's opinions because i was thinking on second watch i was like this movie's so much more tense than i remember this movie is so atmospheric it makes me uncomfortable i was so opposite of how you feel so it's Mm -hmm. weird i think it's a very i think it's a scarier slasher than than a lot of slashers not me it had no jump scares um yeah yeah. there was a few fake out ones like there was a few times you jumped when when a movie relies on shots like the viewpoint of the nail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. 
like this guy is we know he's gonna step on the nail yeah but that's the only sort of sphere we get yeah it's just not that scary to me i don't know it's just not my type of horror at all mm-hmm. um and i will say this like a quiet place did that really well mm-hmm. the whole nail shot it's right. just a cringe shot it just makes you feel like oh no 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 because right. you know it's coming but a quiet place which is a fantastic movie yeah um has all these other elements of real true fear mm-hmm. it's a it's a good horror movie this movie was lacking that for me yeah and that's fair and and i feel the opposite i, I think that this movie is scarier to me it makes me uncomfortable because it's real. Because I could, this that happens so much more often than uh, than a, a monster ever could. Mm-hmm. You know, like an old person snapping for different reasons and killing a bunch. Like that's it's happened. You know. Well, we didn't get any real history with her, Which, and I yeah. think that like it could have been scarier. Like, let's take for instance the story. Um, there's like a new, a newer ish Netflix show. Um, that's like a documentary of yeah. like. Mm-hmm killers that you wouldn't expect you know like Mm -hmm. roommates and there's this lady out in like i think it was like san francisco or something that was Mm -hmm. an old lady that would take people in for room and board and she would kill them Mm -hmm. and bury them in the backyard and they found like tons of bodies in her backyard that's what i was thinking about that's why if they had done a movie about her Mm-hmm. And that whole story, it might have been truly creepy. And they could have made it creepy with just, like, different shots of her, like, mm-hmm. lurking around corners, in shadows, like, different things like that. But this movie didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just wasn't shot in the in a way that enticed me. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes me worried about Pearl, because mm-hmm. I was very excited about that. Right. Um, and I have a feeling it's going <laughs> to yeah, line maybe. up the same way for me. But I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, it could. I, I, I'm reminded of the way they did Fear Street um, last year, how they on Netflix dumped out all three of them, and like every week they would put one. And I remember being so-and-so about the first one, liking the second one, and really liking the third one. But overall, it was just okay. I've gone back and rewatched them all in one go since then, and I love those movies. Mm-hmm. Together, they are Whole. And it makes me wonder, because they just announced that they're doing a third one as well, called Maxine, that was will follow, you know, Pearl's a prequel, and then Maxine's going to be a sequel to X. So it makes me wonder, as at, at the end of all these, all three of them, if uh, it will, if it's going to make them as a whole feel better. Because we're, yeah. you're talking about the history of her, we're, that's literally what Pearl's going to be, yeah. you know, getting to see her do early killings and kind of get in her brain yeah and i'm in i am interested in seeing her origins yeah. for sure yeah um, yeah i'm definitely gonna wait to use certain judgments until i've seen the full picture because that was obviously how it was intended mm-hmm. but unfortunately these are individual movies at the end of the day so those criticisms are fair yeah you know? I, and i'm not shitting on anybody's opinions mm-hmm. you know everybody's entitled to their own opinions of the mm-hmm. movie but I am surprised by the rating of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very well received. And mm-hmm. I do have to oh, wonder... Oh, it's very well loved. I have to wonder if it's because of the taboo of this whole like underlying theme of making an adult film. Mm. Or because of big names like Kid Cudi. Mm, well, I like the movie a lot and I don't care about either of those things. So Yeah, but you also are a big fan of like A Thousand Corpses. And this mm-hmm. is very uh, reminiscent of that sort of yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in a way, maybe a thousand corpses is a little weirder. <laughs> I, I think that um, I wish there was a better comparison because it's not really not quite as gory as Texas Chainsaw. I think the characters are much more likable than those movies. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, it's just each his own. Everybody's different. And if you don't like slashers, my brother, Peyton, who listens to this, who will be listening to this, has no desire to watch this because yeah. he doesn't like slashers and uh, he doesn't like 70s. So he's not even going to watch the movie. <laughs> so he's uh, going to have the same opinions as me. Probably. probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. And that's completely fine. It's, every movie is different and unique. And uh, yeah, I do think, weirdly, I feel like we disagree even more on this one than we did on bodies 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 which was also pretty uh i would watch bodies 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 that is way sooner than i would watch this movie again that is crazy to me yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it just wasn't my kind of movie Fair. Yeah. That happens. And yes, I'm a little bit of a harder critic than yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If it don't hit, it don't hit. Uh, and I feel like also, th- this is just fine. And e- the longer you listen to this podcast, you'll see that the longer you are talking, reviewing a movie if you don't like it, the more passionately you, you start to hate it. And yes. that, that's, I definitely, because last night I never would I have, have to, I feel that. like I, I think what happens is I feel like I have to defend why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't like it. Period. Yeah, I just don't like fair. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't and like I it. do. <laughs> I did like the crocodile. Crocodile was or alligator. Mm-hmm. Alligator was my favorite character of the whole film. Mm-hmm. There we go. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so that was X. So what would you X. review it? I'm gonna review it a um, let's say I think two alligators out of five. Mm-hmm. I was thinking four alligators out of five. I'll meet you <laughs> at a three. Okay. Three Sounds good. alligators out of five for X. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that's fair. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. I think it's a four star movie, which is for me uh, pr- pretty. I, I again, I think again, a movie. Not every movie is going to be either of our cup of teas, and that's completely fine. You liked Beasts more than I did, mm-hmm. and we yeah, and it's just you like those movies more than me. I like these movies more than you, and that's mm-hmm. that. There's a broad array of horror. That's why horror is the best and genre. And I'm glad that we can agree to disagree on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, that's uh, the way it goes. That's yes. opinions for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, that's a good thing, I think, in a podcast spirit, because I'm sure there's people who listen to this that are going to, again, agree with me, and there's people who are going to agree with you. But it's not like we're just, uh, you know, I like that. I think that's good. We mm-hmm. were honest. We didn't just kiss ass because... Because it had cool people in it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, great actors. Great, great performances all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just not my style. Anyway, guys, that's our, our uh, review of X. Yeah, expect our review of Pearl uh, up next week. Hopefully, ho- hoping that it's a better movie, that it hits different. Mm-hmm. You, you, you will find out sooner than later, and so will we. We'll probably find out today as of recording this. Yes. Yeah. So we will talk to you next time. Sounds good. See you guys later. Toodles. Thank you.